The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Fight those traffic tickets with off the record. Snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions and get matched to an experienced lawyer. That's it. No mailing in your ticket, no showing up in court. Let the pros handle it and keep those points off your record. Use code AWESOME to get 10% off. That's offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. Check us out and show your support at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome, as well as, you know, giving us a little support for this uh, weekly podcast we provide. We also give you some cool benefits like free sticker packs, discounts on Things in our store like the license plate stickers, license plate frames, rally hats, a bunch of other stuff. You also get early access to DWA rallies if you're in the area and events like Camping Wall Awesome. Check it out at patreon.com forward slash driving wall awesome. Welcome to Driving Wall Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Art. That was all very... You know, one of the benefits of finishing a rally uh, and you're what not too are hungry. The benefits? <laughs> what? No, what are the benefits? Benefits are uh, you have leftover beef jerky. Oh, yeah. Well, you do. I don't have which, any. <laughs> yep. Well, you could have bought some, but uh, you have to buy beef jerky. To no, have you got to just. Jerky. That's one of the small we have a rules lot of, of beef yeah. surplus beef jerky that we didn't use because we usually buy more than we need for the bags based on the packaging. I just didn't grab any from. I think it's probably in Lane's car, right? Oh, I didn't get any from the rally. I didn't get any uh, treats from the rally, so I hope those are well used. But uh, I bought some in Paso Robles, and uh, I'm going to get the bag. Ooh, let's quick. see if it's the same yeah. one that we tried, Lane. Um, yeah, the one we had was really good. The one art you bought it? Yeah, I bought it at AM PM. Too much good that stuff. That was really good. It's uh yep. Cataneo Brothers. Yep. Look at this package. That's it looks legit. Yeah. Like, that's what yep. you're looking for. Black pepper. Yep. It's from Slow, right? Simple. Made from solid strips of beef. Yep. It is from Simple Ugly Packaging. Um San Luis Obispo, California. Yeah, ugly packaging. Yeah. So I just had a piece. I'll pull one out just for for you to see. Look at this freaking yeah. We, oh, that's boy. so thick. Ours were not it like that. Me, ours were um no, t- ours were um <laughs> an eighth of that that thickness. Dude, it is like our, our, um, so Warren is holding up a it's like quarter a inch. it's a quarter inch thick. Yeah. Quarter inch thick and it's solid. Hard as a rock. Yeah, I mean it's it's really good. No sugar added. Mm-hmm. Um pretty salty yeah. and really Black dry. Pepper. Um very good, but uh man, we used to talk about Riley's back in the day and other ones this is like double only because diamond. it's so Unique. thick though i don't think it's, it's i think that's thick. a fucking it's manufacturing yeah, error ours, in yours we had because literally the, same the one, one we got I, was really thin slices i know i think it is a manufacturer error i kind of like it one piece goes a long oh. way it is like you got to work at Dude, it Dude, you're and basically that's a holding job. a 16 ounce steak that's been dried yeah i know right yeah exactly. <laughs> dehydrated that's so. that's insane um huh yeah. I have to go brush my teeth after this podcast because it was quite a battle. I'll just say that. I'm kind of worried I'd lose part of a tooth. My or mouth is but, salivating uh, right I'm now. Survived. Got, that, is, that was so good. We, we killed the bag. I, I think actually have one of the, the rally jerkies over there. I think I might, I might have to grab one of those right now. After seeing that. Oh, damn. Pavlovian oh, good, dog. Good work. 
Yeah, I had that and coffee. <laughs> so sure. that's where I'm at yes, right now. That's, you're better Breakfast off than I am. Yeah. I've had um, pretty red. I've had a. Uh, that's what is it called? It's it or that's it. I had two at that's it bars, which is. Oh, those little uh, yeah, fruit bar things. Apples, strawberries. Is that a Costco yep, special? Apples, strawberries, and this mini fruit bar. That's it. It's just de- like dehydrated. Well, you should get on the pouches. You need to get. I should the, just on get pouches. on uh, an IV bag with nutrients in it, right? <laughs> just plug in. <laughs> I used to do uh, Carnation's instant breakfast, which is definitely too much sugar and basically chocolate milk, but it would go a long ways. One one uh, glass full of that stuff, you'd be Dude, in Japan. Good. There's um. There are these little bars. They're square, and it's like about a half inch thick square, and uh, about two and a half inches like uh, in diameter. Uh, and they're called mm-hmm. Calorie Mate. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And it's just ener- It's just like nutrients and energy, and just just pure, pure energy, energy. And it's like just like a little like sun. a little sun. It's like yeah, you it's, a, it's definitely hydrogen fission or whatever. Um, and uh, dude, <laughs> yeah. it's. It, it it's it's not very good. It's it, it it's dry and uh, I don't know what I mean. It tastes kind of like butter, like a butter biscuit kind of, but not so good. That not sounds so delicious. Good. First of all, no, yeah. um, and uh, that's that. Is it? It's dry. Like you, you. It's not a, not chewy, a chewy thing. thing. Yeah, it's like not crunchy. Uh, it's like just moist enough to where you have a little. You know, it kind of breaks off, but kind of like a, you know. Like a fig Newton like without fig the fig. Like a fig Newton without the fig. Or? Perfect. That's exactly. This reminds me of a, a great movie called Mean Girls, and they give the head of the plastics. Uh, they Rachel McAdams. They start giving her these. They say they're diet bars, but they're like calteen bars or something. And they're like, yeah, they're diet bars from Australia, but they're basically what you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. And they just like really, and she's eating the shit out of them, and she starts gaining all this weight. Mm. So. Uh. And they feed them to her to make her fat, so none of her clothes. That's pretty mean. And they're girls. They're mean girls. Go check it out. Shout out Rachel. I haven't seen that movie. movie. That's that's the one with uh, the Wayans brothers, right? Lindsay Lohan. No, No, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of white girls. Or what was it? The one with (laughs) what is the one where they like do white face? That's white girls. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is Mean Girls. girls. Way better. (laughs) Tina Fey wrote it. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Way better. This is true. That's one of the Wayans brothers, right? Mean <laughs> Girls. I love it. That's such an art artism. That's perfect. Uh, all right. So here we are. Uh, on the back of a rally, we survived. We uh, we did it. Man, that doesn't get much better than that rally, does it? I mean, if you want just some just good, clean fun. I mean, dude, Old Faithful. That's what I'm... Old Faithful. Yeah. That... We called it the classic, and it lived up to every bit of that. And, dude, how... That's the first time we'd done out and backs there. It was so good. Mm-hmm. I know. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Two nights in the same hotel is really, really nice. So um, that is key. And we also had a smaller group because December is tough for a lot of people. And um, we also didn't have a lot of uh, notice for this rally. So smaller group, which is kind of like our first rally ever. And it was fucking perfect. It was great. Easy to like kind of get to know everyone and, and kind of keep the group together um, I don't know. It was it was just fantastic. And then the fact that we beat this storm, there's this huge mm-hmm. storm that hit basically the evening or afternoon after the rally. We drove into it, um, but the rally wasn't affected at all. And then Art sent me something yesterday that said Highway 1 Big Sur closed, you know, oh. landslides and everything. So we would have definitely been totally so lucky yeah. on a lot of it it was really yeah. really nice though yeah. weather so, was absolutely perfect i mean it, it was chilly but it was a little fine, cold but, but yeah. brisk but dry and yeah, totally clear, clear. Yeah. i will yeah. take that 
I will totally yeah, take that. Yeah, it was dry so. enough where even the last day on these vineyard roads, it wasn't really icy. And, and it was like 29 yeah. degrees when I woke up. So you would expect it, like if that was Santa Cruz, the roads would be so slick, yeah. you know, or up in our mountains. Mm -hmm. But uh, it was so dry that there wasn't, you know, there wasn't dew falling on the on the ground ever. So Very low humidity, yeah. yeah super dry and cold, which, mm -hmm. man, it was perfect. Really, really perfect. So, um, I mean, we had a lot to talk about with that. And uh, super pumped on everyone that came. And I, I think everyone had a good time. Even people whose cars broke. Holler at your boy, Drew. Oh, yeah. I kind of forgot about single tier. Car. I was like, single Single Indian tier. Yeah. I was thinking, I'm like, um, no one's cars broke either. <laughs> He made the best of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's um, unfortunate, too, yeah. because, like, it, it sounds like it's a clutch issue, and he just had a brand-new transmission and brand-new, like, reinforced clutch installed, and that seems like the problem. That was what's fa what failed, which is like, ah. On a tried-and-true yeah, setup. Yeah, so annoying. So. But, yeah, he he actually, yeah, he jumped in passenger, right, with uh, a couple people? Matt? I don't know. Yeah, yep. that was cool, but... Yeah, that, that was awesome. I mean, and, and as usual, you know, you pair up with, with a few people or, or groups and you kind of roll together. This time around, I had never, ever driven with Naveed before, like we in any rally and any, even the halfies mm. and nothing. Like we never actually ended up in the same place. And this time around, we ended up driving pretty much the whole rally together. And he was in Gen's, um, the Terracotta Warrior, which is like a 911 R tribute. And it's... Night, short yeah, wheelbase. Short wheel it's a 67 short wheelbase, uh, 1,900 pounds, and supposedly 275 horsepower. Um, I haven't seen dyno numbers, but I have. I, there are videos and pictures of them like tuning it uh, with a laptop and stuff. So uh, that plastic windows. Yeah, and pretty hardcore. Very, yeah, very yeah, minimal. and it's, it was yeah. on R comps that are like you know 185 cross section, <laughs> which is like a fun. Like it looked like a super fun and package. Yeah, yeah. At the end, it was definitely very bald. Uh, the the right rear was even showing the next layer of rubber right before you get cords. Um, but it was fun watching him, like you know, watching the car move around. Like it's it's so funny to me, especially if you look back at it. Like he was behind me, and like it, it, th those cars have such a cute little face. You know, it's like a little like a little salamander or something. You know, and they're this is oh my it, god, it, the artist. And they're so, it, but they're I so they're so like right they're, they're gnarly, right? They're like they're cars that keep you on your toes, especially a car like like that right with a lot of power and like and just like, like a, a salamander you know they keep you on your toes they have poisonous skin or something yeah. um no more like a poison dart frog is what i'm thinking that color huh now we're yes. on to something oh yeah um, yeah but but that was fun i, I rode i drove with hushy pushy for a bit and then uh with uh matt hurlis um ryan barrett uh so yeah we had we had a good good fun run throughout uh but yeah i love i love that yeah. road though the one that we did there and back man it's so good it's so so good yeah, it's really, really good, especially this time of year because there are no people out Not there. Not a single person. Um, we've done it before in the spring during Super Bloom, a lot of flowers, and people definitely take the day trip out there. This was just all yeah. to ourselves. Um, pretty amazing. So, yeah, I, I drove. Uh, originally, I was going to drive with Colin because we had had such a good time on the rally from home south and his 912, and then the E30 are pretty closely matched. And so he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive with you. And then immediately we got um uh completely lost from each other so he was in a different group ahead and that was fine because i hooked up with uh, the e30s of tom and and john jesse so we had a little oh, e30 perfect. trio um for the first day and that worked really well um and then we had like kind of a big group with us for most of the morning and then i'm trying to think this is all the stuff like i'm trying to think about oh 
so then into lunch first day, I was with uh, Chris Andropoulos and his um, Alpina 2002 mm-hmm. Tribute, um, which is a cool little car. It's got flared fenders and, and Alpina wheels, and someone spent a lot of time on it a long time ago, and then it, I think it sat for a while, and then he's got it going again. And uh, so I followed him up the hill climb and, and down the dirt road, and that was awesome. He was keeping a good pace, and um, that thing was ripping. So that was super fun. And then and I don't think I'd ever driven with him either on you know, multiple events we've had with him. And then uh, the real highlight, though, was day two afternoon coming back um, on the roller coaster section with uh, Kevin, uh, who's got a 914, it's orange, and then uh, Croc in his GT4, and then myself. Um, and Colin was following us, but he, I think he was hung over <laughs> from, from night Dang, one day. Heavy. So he never really could keep up. Um, and, and his car is capable, but I think the driver wasn't willing. So um, I had to chase uh, Croc up the mountain there and then finally caught him. And then we had this like, you know, 15 minute drive where every single leaf was orange was like flowing around the orange 914 and then i would come over the crests and it's like magical it was like um you know that movie what dreams mm-hmm. may come with cuba gooding with, yeah, and robin williams it could have been something out of that yeah. movie yeah so, we actually we were talking like about it um I, I had the same experience with my crew but then i think we were talking about it even at the driver's meeting right because like it was all the fall leaves just kind of in like just enough wind to kind of knock them off and they were just floating everywhere it was like so scenic <laughs> <laughs> like so serene. It was amazing. It was cool. Yeah, that road. I mean, even in the worst conditions, that road is so cool. And then to have that was just insane. Like we had the full on, you know, we had to hug it out afterwards. Oh. It was so uh, little did the, the leaf kiss lunch. your car and uh, all that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, sleepy head, <laughs> maple leaf. <laughs> but there's, there's like two people uh, in the colors. world. Two people in the world that know what that means. <clears throat> yeah, and then uh, had some other good drives the next morning. Um, had a little incident with a farmer. I mm. won't get into that here. But that was the third. Uh, that was the third morning, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The third morning, but um, man, some of those roads the third morning were so freaking smooth and yeah, they're perfect, really well, yeah. like car commercial mm-hmm. style um, through the vineyards and stuff. So yeah, and then some were so fucking rough. Some were so rough that it was like scary. <laughs> Like seriously, fearing for my dude. And you have like like, lift. I had like lift off once, and it was like John Jesse was in front of me, and you were in front, and he was going really slow, and and I had to like back off and press the brakes, and I was skidding, but there was no real like contact with the ground. Mm. Kind of, it was like more like I was flying. Basically, it was definitely like a rally road. If you were trying to tell people this is a rally that would be a good road to show them because uh very a lot of thinking well, going on if you have a car that bump. is uh, from wrc and uh, that would be a rally i think <laughs> that would be a rally, that would be a rally uh, dude the, the other one the little one that with that short section um i i was like i'm like i'm absolutely certain my oil pan is toast through this you know like it was uh, oh, no don't i don't play, you huh? do see so i was just Jesus, like I'm, you're crazy I'm like, it's absolutely happening right now this is it that i hit mine i thought that little section notable. was almost worse than oh that, it was, it was i thought horrible. it was too there was yeah. there was one well there's one significant section that was like 
you'd hit three bumps in a row, and that by the third one, you're like, oh, that. Yeah, I, and it up. felt yeah. more like washboardy, almost like dirt, where it, pl- well, it, had it like, feels like it's abusing yeah. your car more. Where it had like peaks. you know the undulations and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like on the, sharp the peaks. Third. Like you know, it was almost yeah, like the road exactly. was rippled, but with peaks and like and so that type of stuff is just like it's like hitting a big speed bump compared to hitting one of those little shitty those plastic ones at a parking lot. Right, right, right. Those little ones are way worse. They're, they're so like, sharp. Way yeah. Do you remember the road? The road we did for um, lunching while awesome when we went up to Mount Umanum. And we, we did yeah. the, the top of the Santa Cruz Mountains and then it got really rough. Mm-hmm. And there was a few like paved routes. They were basically just like Dude, speed bumps there that was were completely a, unmarked. There was like a circle speed bump. There was like a like <laughs> eight inches tall. Yeah. Yeah. There's stuff like that is so sketchy because it's not, you just have no rhythm mm-hmm. to it. All of a sudden you come up on it. But yeah, I hit my, I hit my skip plate twice that it was significant enough that it would have been pretty bad. And one was just like, the road had a crest in it from like trucks driving over it and pressing yeah. the concrete or the asphalt up. Mm-hmm. And I just, I judged it wrong, I think. And it, it like compressed more than I thought. And I totally went, you're you know, 50, 50 slam. Ollie grinded but, or whatever. Ollie grind. Did you hear that? So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Ollie grind, but, uh, all is well, Ollie is well because, uh, the yeah. skid plate. My car so, does really well right. on those roads. I didn't, I didn't have one scrape. You're a flat bottom boy. Huh? That's not awesome. anything like not the front end, not the nothing. Dang. Um, yeah. And you guys were ahead of me. Um, you and uh, John, or Warren and John Jesse were right ahead of me on that really bumpy road in their E30s. It was fun though, right? And it was super it was fun. Exciting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was. It was the only great. thing I was worried about was oncoming traffic because it is so narrow. All right, bingo cards. You can start marking narrow down. But uh, it, it definitely you'd have to stop if an, a car was coming and and pull off onto. There the was a couple right or something. I guess they're like left to right. And uh, the mountain had kind of like, like caved away essentially. So they had these poles, um, like telling you like that's a sheer drop, mm-hmm. and they were right. on the road. And I, a couple of those times, I feel like I like touched those poles. You know, like <laughs> yeah, ba- yeah. like barely like mirror or something. Or, brushed them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it just you know just because we're going somewhat quick and um yeah, it just kind of felt like it. I had a good run up. Uh, <clears throat> the run up to Parkfield was fun. I was behind Hushy Pushy and um, and Drew, and we had a good run going. Oh, cool, nice, uh, and that was super fun. Um, and then we ran into some game wardens, <laughs> and uh, Matt had a conversation with them. And then we kind of oh, like yeah. after that, that, we didn't really go that fast. You know, we weren't going too quick. So, but it was still yeah. fun. It was yeah. like, it was whatever. I'm not, I'm not like a 10 tens guy anyway. So it was kind of like, sure. at that point you're kind of like, all right, I had my, I had but my that, little run. That now road, I have a break. That road, when you have visibility down a few turns yeah. and it's, mm. it's banked and there's no center line, um, there's no driveways. It's just, uh, it seemed like all the, the fastest road. I've ever driven that road was, I don't know. I guess it was the last rally we did there and you were behind me, Warren. But you're you were only behind me, be, and you were way behind me because your air dam fell off at one point. Oh, so yeah. So you weren't Blasted even like in, a, in my vicinity. A water crossing. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was leading a group, and I've never like I was in that full Zen state where you're just like almost locking up over, under braking every time, <laughs> and every turn getting out, you're like a little you're pushing the rear end out a little bit. Um, but yep. yeah, the, we weren't we weren't quite quite there this time, but it was still really fun. 
Yeah. And then the dirt was so fun, dude. <clears throat> I mean, it's downhill off camber dirt into Parkfield. But uh, I have an LSD now, and I've never done that with an LSD. Oh, sweet. It's night and day difference. Like, before you couldn't go any faster because you were, like, kind of understeering all over the place. Like, when you turn, it would just, like, it would kind of veer off, you know, understeer, essentially. And now it's, like, you just have complete control, mm -hmm. and you're just, you know, with the stab of the throttle, the rear end is completely out. Mm -hmm. Um it was so fun. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's what I was right. going to say about the dirt. It seemed like all of the dirt sections were fine. We were concerned leading up to it, right? Because there was some rain, but even that really big it perfect. one, it was actually uh, early I think it They were all it. just graded. They were like better than I've ever seen mm -hmm. them. And uh, there was no dust. Yeah. Was oh, that awesome. was so nice. I was yeah. It's huge. Yeah, I didn't I yeah. I went yeah. the other way. I didn't I, I didn't take it this time. I was I was fearing for my air dam. <laughs> But you took the dirt after Soda yeah. Lake, right? Yeah. On that road? And it, and it ends up being, and, and like, it turns out the park field was just as, it was the same, right? It was probably just as great. It was yeah. the same. That's why I was like, why did he go down that road? Because that's not, there's Yeah, like no well, fun, I wanted to know? take some pictures because it's like, it's, it's pretty scenic. I know, it's, it's such, such a scenic awesome. shot. Such and then an also awesome the entrance to that is spot. really wide, so you can get super sideways. So, so I like that's I, yeah. I like that right hander. So like that's one thing. So yeah, yeah. me and Ryan Barrett, like we went full fucking yeah, like full drift mode right there, and then you straighten it out, and it's really wide too, so you can play around. But but it, you, we parked um, about halfway down it, and we parked kind of diagonally, like along the side. So we took pictures in both directions with because you have both mountain ranges on, picture, on yeah. each side. It's yeah, so it's a six spot. Yep. Such a sick spot, yeah. Um, this reminds me is uh, we had uh, Zach Clapman and his girlfriend Sarah, and then Matt Farah and his wife Hannah on the rally. And Matt brought a AMG GT, AMG Black GTR. Series. It didn't say it's GTR, GTR though. Yeah, those it was. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't it say I don't GTR? Know. That's then? what it's called. <laughs> it's the. I know, but I looked. I looked it up, and it never mentions GTR. It only mentioned Black Series. AMG GTR is the, the is that specific one. So I, that's all I know. But yeah, yeah, that's what I thought too. And then I was looking into it, and I, I couldn't it, for whatever reason. It just called it a Black Series. But anyways, doesn't really matter. Uh, it is a full on GT race mm -hmm. car <laughs> um, with active aero and uh, insane engine, seven hundred and thirty horsepower. Somewhere on the seven twenty, I think. Yeah, less torque, yeah, but it's um, it's it's a full on race car. It's like absolutely a race car, dude. I mean, it's carbon fiber everything. Like it's it's the doors are super super yeah. light, uh, and like it's a flat plane crank. So it's the only one that has a flat plane crank. It is a twin turbo four liter. Um, it's pretty quiet, you know, for for because I guess it's you know it's it's twin turboed and it's flat plane crank. But um, I drove it just to dinner, like you know, and not nothing crazy. But as soon as you get in it, like. It, you start the car and you feel everything, you know, it's like, um, is it spherical bushings everywhere? It's like super thin carbon everywhere. It's like lightly insulated. And like the steering is like, you, I mean, everything comes through just like every single little detail on the road, you know? Um, so quite brutal <laughs> for, for the type of shit we're driving yeah. on. Um, and then on top of that, it's got like whatever, you know, 355, you know, cross section with tires, uh, that are, uh, our comps. So like, yeah, dude. it's, it's like, yeah, yeah, their whole thing was, um, you know, on, on some of the roads, especially the, on day one, like you hear, you know, think about like a car that has no fender liner, like what that sounds like. Now think about a plastic or carbon fiber body and what that sounds like, like 
being pelted with gigantic slicks basically <laughs> so like um yeah. he's like dude i'm like thrashing this thing and i'm like it looks fine dude he's like oh man you should have heard it it was like the worst fucking gravelly thing and i'm like well i'm sure it sounds way worse than it is right it's like um he was he was definitely worried about it because we got to lunch on day one and he said um oh man i was there was just so much gravel being pelted at us and I thought he meant someone in front of him was throwing gravel. And he said, no, from the car. It's just like sucking up all the Dude, gravel. sticky tires and the active arrow. And throwing it. Yeah. And throwing it into the carbon body. <laughs> all these little nooks and crannies and stuff. So crazy. Yeah, he said he removed yeah. like two solid handfuls of gravel at the car wash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he sprayed it off after or day like one. Or like mason jars on, full of gravel, basically, is what he said. Yeah. Um, on day two, uh, we had a little dirt driveway basically to get to this um parking lot and matt just parked the car and then he jumped in my car and hannah and i brought him up and he's like oh my god this is what suspension feels like <laughs> like you actually have like smooth tires and <laughs> going over like slightly rough gravel it doesn't just completely feel like you're destroying yeah. the car yeah he told me like, next yeah, time dude. he's gonna get an e30 to do it he's all in on it he needs to get a non-investment grade e30 m3 or something similar and uh like just have a blast but dude so um, that that car yeah, like driving it, it even turning it around in the parking lot like it's the front end forget the rear diff like you know like skipping right because it's so tight like how it locks up like um in yeah. the front like because it has this crazy like ackerman angle so like look at the front tires like look at my hands they do this so like they the the mm -hmm. ackerman angle is so aggressive on it like a race car you know that they actually like it skips as you're turning at low speed too on the front end so it's right. like it was obviously right. it was a press car and you know it was an opportunity to do something it turns out they were supposed to do a video on it uh leading up to the rally but unfortunately they got rained out so like he's like all right well we'll do something this time around and they kind of scheduled that in at the end there but um but yeah like definitely not the not the right car for the rally we were all talking about it ahead of the event right it's like ah, it's like a gt3 rs or something you'll be fine but uh this was a, another level no way more extreme right and i think um i think is he, it though i mean i don't think it's like i think it's slower than the rs around nurburgring right? i thought it was i thought it holds the record doesn't it yeah, mm, it does. Um, yeah, it's it's it, yeah it has crazy active yeah. arrow, but I think it's more about like because it's like all this. It's not car, a pretty car, dude. That is not it's a, a pretty full, car. I think it's, it's a ugly. full race no. car. It's all it's all it, function over form, right? With this thing, I know, but it doesn't help that it's two tone orange and black. Yeah, like the whole blower sills and the front air dam are all are all raw. That carbon. thing should be like silver or something. Yeah, exactly. Or white or, or something black. like just yeah. I feel like yeah, white would be, would be too there. much too. But at least the matching sills, it just looked so unfinished to me. Um, the extractors on the hood were raw carbon and just too much stuff. It's like all these hypercars. Looking you at know, production Nurburgring times, I want to see what, where it landed. Um, versus, uh, so the GT2 RS, um, it is on par with it, I believe. Let me see. 643, 643. Yeah, so the GT2 RS beat it by like two-tenths around the entire racetrack um yeah uh, and that's you're talking about the new new yeah the GT2 new, the new they don't have a they don't have a new the one, current but, yeah, yeah. The, the the i mean it's a fucking beast right so that thing um yeah, and then from like a couple years ago and the g and the svj what the fuck is mr it says gt2 rs mr so is mr that's uh the manth uh manti racing is the fastest which room? porsche owns manti racing and that's like that tuner house. Gotcha. Oh yeah. So that that's the one that beat it. Yeah. Uh, that thing's 
Yeah. And, man, it's a, and that's also a full-on race car, right? So it's like, yeah, the Manti Racing. So it's they're right up there with it. Yeah, so it would be like driving that on the rally. <laughs> so take a GT2, See, GT3 weird. RS and yeah, a few notches for sure. Well, I think it would be the same as a GT3 RS. It's just a tur- it's a way more powerful car essentially. Well, I think it's also so. like the it's it's carbon fiber with very very little insulation and like all of that stuff. So so that's why like the dr- the drama, right? As we're talking about like all of that noise mm-hmm. that you get through and like yeah. uh which is makes it not a fun experience, right? So <laughs> um, Yeah. And this is the most powerful AMG v8 ever um apparently and i'm on the website right now and it's it says uh fresh record familiar ring so i don't know i don't know what the hell's going on but um and it is just called an amg gt black series there's no gtr uh designation i think that was the last last one they made for whatever reason, but uh, crazy car. I think in a lot of ways he made a, a good choice, though, not taking his oh, yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, and, and after just half a day, he was like, I don't know, that would have been a really bad idea mm-hmm. to do that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we, we kind of thought the brand new uh, investment grade E46 M3 on like all back roads. I mean, dude, when you go on these things, you're just like, you're beating your car up in a good way, but it's definitely not something you want to take an investment grade 16,000 mile car on. Yeah, yeah, like the most expensive E46 M3 in the U.S., yeah. and then just go hammer it, especially after, like, fully detailing it. And well, then, I think yeah. it, it, it's for gonna... some of the roads, it's fine, right? Like, I think especially that day two is yes. perfect, but, like, the, like, yeah, some yeah, of the other yeah. stuff. Parts of day two are perfect, yeah. Yeah. But there's parts that aren't perfect, and, I mean, I don't know. Even just driving that car from L.A. to San Francisco and back, it's going to get rock chips and you know and being stuff. behind people on a rally like you're going to be behind other saying. cars and they're going to be sp- they have good tires and they're going to be yeah. spinning up yeah. stuff at you and we have a friend who should not be named that went through some radiators and you know, right. windows yeah. and you know a paint job uh, <laughs> yeah you know, yeah you can't care too much happens. about that it stuff just it's just like it's hard driving and that's yeah. going to hard driving put wear on a game. car you know Driving, driving. Hard driving was a very... Let's get to the questions, yeah. shall we? Uh, yeah, good good, good rally. It was awesome. Uh, you know, too many people to thank and to uh, say what's up to, but you know who you are. It was really, really fun hanging and uh, excited to do it again in the spring. That's right. Um, all right. Instagram questions. Alan underscore Smithy says, I saw some of those videos from the rally. What were some of the biggest challenges for you and the participants? I'm trying to build up the confidence to get my ride out on one of the future routes. Challenges? Biggest challenges and uh, for you and the participants. Um, challenges. This is a pretty challenge-free rally, I got to say. I yeah. think uh, maybe judging some of the, the cold temps, like day one morning. Um, day two morning too. Actually, there's a few spots where I, I saw a little bit of like moisture on the road, but it wasn't. It was just like cold looking, <laughs> and a little bit of frost, like in a little shadow. Um, day one felt a little slick. It did feel yeah. a little slick, but um, that's not really much of a challenge. You know what's actually uh, a challenge, but this goes with anything is that um, is we we recommend gas stops we tell people where they are but it's not an obligatory stop and a lot of people misjudge that and they're like oh i'm fine and then they get to they're in a very rural area and have like 25 miles left <laughs> on their ind- indicated yeah. and they're 40 miles away from yeah. the gas station or whatever so that's like but it's like it's it's basic stuff right that's like one thing that you have to be aware of otherwise yeah it's like the 
bring the oil. professor's golf R left Parkfield with five miles um, till empty indicated on his car. And the gas station was something like 24 miles away, 25 miles away. And uh, so he would just like basically barely coast. go up hills, had his flashers on the whole time, then coast down. And uh, dude, I was I was sort of in the same boat. I mean, I made it to the gas station, but I did not have any leftover. <laughs> yeah, that. I didn't. I, I um I was safe, especially because I have that weird like hesitation thing that I was trying to sort out. Um, so I I got you know gas in the first stop and filled up, and I had I hadn't mentioned it actually on the podcast, but I I did uh drill. I, I took apart my uh, my throttle body literally the night before the rally, like like sending you guys dude. pictures of it all disassembled. It was like risky yeah. business, dude. Like one, one hose. Was such a like, you better up. have a rental car company on like speed dial, just like, ready. <laughs> exactly. So now, yeah, one hose exactly. cracks. I showed you guys. There's a little pin, fucking dowel thing that holds the throttle body ca- or the throttle cable in place, and that fell in underneath the intake manifold. And I just luckily I have a magnet, so I stuck it in there and I felt around and I managed to pull it out. But like, um, you know, little shit like that, right? Um, well, I always worry about like the yeah. rubber and hoses and stuff Absolutely. they're taking off. Those things get brittle yep. and hard, and then you're, totally. you're fucked. Like, Absolutely. Dude, radiator hoses and stuff, like, that's one of those things where, like, so we're, sketchy. and we're, you know, we're driving these things, like, especially the slow cars, like all three of ours. Yeah. You're kind of up, you know, you're up above between five and 6,200 all the time. Yeah. So, uh, it just feels like you're really pushing them. And, yeah. Um, so, yeah. so I, um, it's weird because you know I had talked about this hesitation issue that I felt when I when the car was loaded up coming out of a turn right like going fast either left or right originally it was right I thought but then I felt it in both both times but it's hard to tell because it feels sloshing around whatever or whatever sloshing around I discovered that oil does collect inside of those there was a shit ton of oil in mine I did pull it apart I I sp- this is in your throttle body no in my uh, throttle or position in your sensor. Math. Yeah, okay. under the throttle position sensor underneath the intake, uh, underneath the throttle body. Sorry, so you have to remove a ton uh-huh. of stuff to get to it. I ended up leaving it on the throttle body as we discussed, just so I didn't have to adjust it after the fact. And I popped it up and you know cleaned it all out, dried it out, and then uh, the recommended the recommended move that all the Specy Thirty guys do is they drill a hole in the center of it on the cap so that oil drains out, you know, so that it doesn't collect inside of there. So I did that. Assembled everything, ran beautifully. I test drove it, went for a loop, came back, no issues. Of course, I already had you know fuel in the car, so I was like, okay, everything's cool, no issues at all day one. But I did fill up the gas tank um, when it when it got down to half, um, not a single problem all day. Uh, and then uh, day two, when I got to half, I got to half da- uh, the tank of gas tank um, going downhill into town, and it started to do it. It was very very subtle, but it would kind of sputter a little bit. And so, um, you know, nothing on the way back, but again, I filled up my tank. So I, um, I'm tackling two different problems, right? Cause I had thought of, uh, that maybe my in-tank pump was weak. And then I also had this throttle position thing going on. I also cleaned out my airflow meter. So I'm trying to tackle everything that could potentially, uh, produce the symptom. And, uh, I mentioned it to John Jesse when I got back into town and he has an E32 and he's like, he's like, is your external pump loud? And I'm like, yeah, it is now. And it's a new one. And he's like, well, it sounds like your internal gas tank, um, pump is weak because it's like you know because uh, it's compensating it's compensating yeah. and he's like i had the same problem i replaced the inter in, in the you know the in tank one and the problem went away so um it's just you know yeah. it's pretty straightforward you remove the rear seat you pop it out and put a new one in so i'll finally get around to doing that and i think i had to like go through and eliminate other potential issues um but 
the good news is that it was like very minimal. It wasn't super intrusive. You know, it wasn't like it, it didn't kill yeah. my experience. And then also like I w- I also eliminated other factors. So now I know those are not at play. So um, so yeah, that's nice. the next thing I need to do to this thing. Um, um, get um, how about you, Warren? How what, did you have that issue again where your car was stumbling? Zero issues. Cool. I never opened my hood. My only issue um, for those keeping score at home was I lost my rally. <laughs> Uh, my rally, my mud flap clips on day one morning, <laughs> maybe like turn two, and it's always the left, it's driver's side front, and it, it compresses and drags on the ground, and oh, bling, ding, ding, all of the clips. I had five clips this time holding it, but what I figured out is it's not a forward and back movement, it's a si- sideways, it's getting kicked to mm-hmm. the side, oh, and yeah. it pops them all off, so... I actually removed it at the end of day one. I removed the, that one mud flap. Um, the other one stayed on the entire rest of the rally, um, and I'm gonna have to just bite the bullet and drill a Yay. hole through the car. Do some the yeah, mud flaps on. Hell yeah! I've yeah. done everything I can. Yeah. I don't know what else now. to do. Yeah. yeah, just call in if you have any idea, <laughs> any ideas. That's funny. But yeah, um, but I was. I think you had mentioned it too, Lane, um, on Instagram that you didn't have to open the hood once. Why not? You guys should check prep, your oil. Prep wise. <laughs> I was a quart down no, like I've, halfway I've, through the rally. I, I topped it up. I felt good. I felt good about it. You just sometimes oh you just get gosh, a feeling. Yeah. You just don't want to mess with it. Yeah. Um and uh I'll check it. I'll check it. You still tomorrow. Check I'll it. check it. I'll check it today after our, our uh yeah. our podcast. Um but I did um, my only prep leading up to it is I gave the car a good, you know, once over and looked for any, you know, hoses or issues. I did go on a good run to like kind of shake it down, but wheel torque and tire pressure. Mm, that's nice. all I did. I didn't and even do the that. Entire rally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yours was at the shop. Like you had picked it up from the shop and went on the route. True, right? and he did change the oil, and I didn't even ask him to, but he changed the oil, oh, cool. and uh, and that was good because he's like, "Dude, look at your oil." And I'm like, "And but I did have Brad Pitt in it, so <laughs> it goes in green, so it's super dark, you know. So that could have been part of why oh, I was if, so. If I threw it, threw him off too. Probably, exactly. Like, what the exactly. Fuck and I'm this? like, dude, I only did one rally on that, and I've driven it to like. Around town twice, you know. I haven't driven my car a lot since the rally. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, he changed my oil, and then he changed my rotor. Was a little burnt. Um, which by the way, rotors rotor? are super expensive now. All of a sudden, cap and rotor, or are you talking brake rotor? Oh, sorry, cap and rotor. Oh, I was gonna say one rotor. Just the Not rotor. Really. <laughs> uh, we did the we did the cap and rotor a while a little bit ago. Um, but yeah, those are really expensive now. Um. <laughs> How much? Like, I have no idea. Uh, 45 bucks? Wow. Yeah. Or 48 bucks or something? I remember they were always like $7 or something. I think everyone can just raise prices now and then it yeah. just go supply yeah. chain yeah. and you go, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, because yeah, Mario said he ordered it and he's like, they were they said, oh, that's 48 bucks or 50 bucks or whatever it was. And he's like, no, I'm talking about the, the distributor yeah, yeah. rotor. And you're like, yeah. That's what you're like. like yeah. yeah, he's like. <laughs> that one piece of plastic with a tiny piece of metal. He thought it was a brake rotor he was ordering or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you could have just used um, an old safety pin. I've seen that work. Yeah, dude. It works pretty <laughs> bad, pretty poorly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he replaced that and just kind of gave it a once over and, you know, whatever. Um, he fixed my e-brake too, which my e-brake had, it had shot the, the, the little thing out with the spring. So it wasn't. Uh, oh, wow. So, so he put a, he actually put a new e-brake handle in because that one was broken. Uh, Do you want to talk about the reason you brought it to him and if it? Oh, so I just brought him the car because it was stalling um, when the radiator fan kicked on, and the last time I had driven it was from Velocity 
uh, Radwood at Velocity home to my house, and every time the radiator came on, it would stall. And I would usually be able to catch it, so it would stall, but I would be able to, like, per- give it throttle so it wouldn't actually die all the way. It would just die and turn back on, basically. Um, so, yeah, that's why I brought it to him, and he didn't, you know, he didn't find it. He checked all the, you know, he used a voltmeter, went around with a voltmeter and checked, like, when the fans came on, like, what, and everything looked good and the battery looked good and the alternator was producing the right stuff so uh he said all the grounds seemed good mm. so he didn't really find anything but he was saying the distributor cap or the, the distributor rotor he said he remembered a few years ago something like this was happening and it was the rotor so maybe um and i did not have that problem once on the route huh. did your radiator fan kick oh on yeah though? it was it was yeah it always kicks on yeah oh, okay yeah, kick yeah. back okay. yeah so, so it was it was um it was a lot of times it wasn't even discernible when the radiator would kick on and usually it it would always have a little bit of a dip yeah. you know you'd feel it mm-hmm. like oh there goes the radiator fan but a lot of times i wouldn't even feel it so um i don't know maybe that maybe he that fixed the issue i mean or yeah, i don't know a trip. we did yeah it's 700 miles or something and it never had that problem and the car ran great yeah. it was like Running flawlessly. Um, the it's weird because the last rally I had the diff installed and I feel like I didn't really feel it as much. Maybe it's the kind of roads we were on or something, but this one I really felt it. Um, it felt really good. Nice. Yeah. Oh, but to answer uh, that guy's question, challenges. I don't. There's there's challenges for an individual. Like I know a lot of people that come on our rallies. Like, um, you know, they might be like. Uh, Josh, this guy Josh came on our rally in his 82 SC. I think it's an 82. Like, really nice car. Like, like oh, is that the one, one that sounds the, amazing? Yeah, it's like a dream SC, basically. It's like metallic black sport seats, like killer RSR finished wheels, like dance with SSIs, exhaust. It sounds amazing. But he, he was always saying, yeah, you know, I don't know. I'm, like, scared to go with, you know, like, kind of intimidated, basically, to go on the rally. Uh, and I think, I think, uh, I think people have the wrong idea of what it is, you know, if they're thinking that way, because it really is, there's so many different groups of people, even with this smaller rally, you can find your, your person or people to drive with and you don't have to like, it's more about your self-control, I think. So driving at the pace that you're comfortable with. Um, not being intimidated by, you know, all of a sudden being out front and have, thinking you have to speed up or something like that or thinking you have to keep up. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think it's just all about the individual. And um, I think anyone would have fun on this, like, no matter what your skill level is or, you know, how much experience you have or anything. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Bobby Reed says, my 18-year-old daughter just finished her third lemons race at Sonoma, turning faster lap times than me, which made me wonder. There hasn't been a female Formula One driver since 1992. Do you think F1 is a realistic goal for girls who are rising up in the sport? I think it's just, it's literally a matter of support right now. Like, it, it's it's because people are like, it, as, uh, you know, they're coming up in the ranks, like, at some point it becomes 
you know, like there's no opportunity because the support isn't there, whether it be through sponsorships or relationships. But like if the talent is there, I think it's something that, that they absolutely should be pushed for and pushed to do. Right. Like um, there's been some conversations about like physical strength, like because the modern cars are really, really like they're they're very difficult to drive. Like they're you know, they, they have no no power steering or whatever or no no abs and like things like that right so like in in actually it was a controversial thing that a woman said uh it was a female driver i think she's from colombia um but i don't know if that's really true um you know i think it's it's uh that's something i've that, heard the brit there's no power assist on the brakes i've heard that's like one of the gnarly no power assist. yeah no power assist is yeah. what i meant i said no abs yeah. uh, that's kind of irrelevant yeah the no power assist. and no abs yeah, but but yeah. the no power assist is gnarly yeah you're they're like like even when Sam Smith drove that, it was like a three, four year old car, maybe even older now, like five year old car. Like he was talking about like not even, he wasn't even going full tilt, obviously, you know, it's the first time he drove a Formula One car, but he was stomping on the brakes as hard as he could. And it was not hard enough, you know, like, and so, yeah. um, you definitely, it requires a crazy level of physical fitness, but I think that's also something the, that, the yeah. neck strength is gnarly. So I don't, and I don't know what the makeup is like how that translates from like woman to man, right? Like yeah. What your average, average neck strength is of a woman compared to a man. I don't, I think yeah, it's really relative to your red size too, right? Like it's because it's what you, you're basically yeah. sustaining that. But I guess what I'm getting at is I think that it's like, that's the only thing I've heard that, that even that people kind of treat as like almost like a roadblock. Like, but I think if you have a daughter or, or if there's a woman that has talent, like they should absolutely go for it and prove that wrong. Right. Like, um, like why not? I, I think if anything, there's an advantage right with weight <laughs> too. Like generally women are more petite, so it's like, yeah. it could be an advantage, but, um, yeah, I, I think, um, I would love to see that happen, you know, like, and F1 is like involved with the W series, which is a woman's racing series, open wheel. And, um, that's like, they're putting more energy behind that. Now these other like, and they're treating it. I think they're treating it kind of as a feeder series. Like, so if there is someone that comes up in that series and they are mm -hmm. real, you know, they are primed to be, they think they're going to be, they could be good enough. Mm -hmm. Then I think they would get a real push to go into F1. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the hard, yeah, it's just, uh, well, it also would help to have a, a female driver who's talented and then also has like a billionaire Russian family. Yes. 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 <laughs> because that's really what you're up against too. It's, it takes, um, a certain level of investment. Mm -hmm, yeah. I mean, see Nikita Mazepin, um, for examples. <laughs> and I clearly think that someone uh, coming up and who's been go-karting since they were four years old and has a big passion can do it. But you need that extra that push. Absolutely, uh, that's the first thing so, I yeah, said. And, yeah, they need this. It's the support, right? Like from day, it's like it doesn't exist. Yeah. I think, uh, and you have to find the talented person with that with that backing for sure. And unfortunately, yes. it, it is one of those things where, like, if Nikita was a girl and he was or a woman and he was performing at the level he is now, people would be like, "Yeah, see, girls can't race." That's true. You know, right? like that's. I true. mean, it, it. So there's this. And that sucks, but it's, like, a real thing, right? Because, like, Nikita kind of sucks, and he, <laughs> like, he's outperformed by Mick Schumacher every, each and every week by, you know, outqualified by over a second. And, all, you know, and then if that was a girl, it'd be like, see, the best girl is not as good. Um, right. Yeah, it's like yeah. Susie Wolf, like, was, um, wasn't she pretty good? I'm trying to remember, like. Um, yeah, she was good. Yeah. Um, and. 
I don't know what happened there. I don't know if she just didn't have the the raw talent because like she um she was obviously backed by Mercedes and stuff, and like she has you know is married to to uh, and even that is there a I know there's been a few female F one drivers, but has there ever been a female F one driver that actually had a ride for like a whole season? Um. I I wasn't sure who the 92. I don't, in ninety two there definitely wasn't a drive maybe a girl a, a female race in one race what or something because I I know right. there wasn't one all just on a team like I'm there was I know was. every team from ninety two I don't there was not like a there was not a female yeah driver. in the fifties I think it was in the fifties or sixties there was an Italian woman I can't remember her name there's a documentary about her uh, on uh, Netflix I think um, shit what was her name. And I think she had a, a, a ride the full season. A full ride. Yeah. Um, hmm. And there's a documentary about it, and that's where I saw that. Like they were, it was the whole the whole documentary is about women in F1, and like, and there's I think she's I don't remember if she's a Colombian or Venezuelan driver, and that was like really controversial because she said basically that it's like she didn't believe that a woman could actually compete with a man because of physical strength, but and and she got like ripped apart because of that. Um, yeah. Oh, Layla. Le- well, the cool mm. thing is Le- Le- they are. I mean, W. W series is just a woman's league, but uh, they are mixed. There's a lot of like other racing series right now where they're they are feeding in. You know, they are having women on teams like the uh, McLaren. Um, what's that? The electric off road series. You know that series? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a. Yeah. It's like uh, Tanner Faust and then um, a lady from Australia, I believe, or New Zealand, um, are on that team. And yeah, so there's like men and women competing together and ag- against each other That's in, the, cool. in right. those leagues. Here it is. Yeah. So this says in 1992, oh, Giovanna Amati uh, tried out for Brabham and she tried to qualify for three races but failed in all attempts. She was replaced by Damon Hill, who also failed to qualify the car in the six out of eight following races he just entered that season. At the time, a bad car. So they just yeah. could not. Could not keep but it that, up. Yeah, the Brabham was terrible in the early 90s. I mean, at that point, they were out of their element. Like, uh, So that's what we're talking about, right? Like, even he had, like, heart. Even Damon Hill was struggling. He's obviously an incredibly talented And driver. he's a world champion. Yeah, so in 1975, yeah. Leila Lombardi was invited to join Vittorio Brambilla and um, and uh, Hans Stuck at March and raced the full season. So that was in 75. Huh. And she's the only woman who has scored, yeah. scored points in Formula 1. And Half a uh, where point. is it? Uh, Lombardi became the first woman since the 1958. Um, but yeah. back then, points were only for like the top, top six, right? What? Yeah, six. Uh, yeah, she's uh, 12 starts um, in 1974 through 76. So, what did her teammate do? Um, that would be a curious stat. Yeah, that'd be a good see. one. Yeah, yeah, like same for same or in the same car. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find. I'm actually looking at the Wikipedia right now. I'm trying to see if there is. Uh, if that Although thing. back then I think there was less consistency in cars too. Like there would be a good a For good sure. car, like an A car and a B car. You know? Oh yeah, and the setups would vary so much. Yeah. And yeah. All right. Uh Jacob Torres six says a bunch of stuff, but he eventually says, What's the coolest thing you saw on the rally? Besides the thirty degree weather, it doesn't have to be auto related. I saw um two cool things. I stopped on day two to let people kind of catch up. And I was taking some video along the side of the road and I happened to pull over right next to a big brown hawk eating oh, a rabbit. Wow, that's amazing. And he was ripping it apart. And it was, I could actually see it in my rear view. I didn't want to open my door. And he was ripping it with his talons. And then he grabbed a big old chunk of it nice. and flew off. Wow. So that was kind of That cool. doesn't compare to and what you saw on day three. No, day three <laughs> was really the stunner. And it's similar. It's uh, pretty amazing. 
I, pu- I pulled over because we were behind a huge line of traffic and I was just doing the like wait for the traffic to get ahead for a while so I could have a, a clear run. And uh, yeah, it was basically a yoga photo shoot oh, in Big Sur yeah. um, with, uh, you know, the Instagram boyfriend, a white Prius, um, pink yoga pants. She was attractive and doing doing great, but uh, it was really a poor choice of a place to do that because one, just one guy in his RV gets distracted and like you're done for because <laughs> they're right on the yeah, side of the highway. Yeah, they weren't in a turnoff was, or anything. Pull out. No, uh, and I'm sure the pictures were good. So <laughs> if you're listening, Yoga Chick and Big Sur, um, send us. I'm the sure the pictures we'll were good. <laughs> <laughs> There was nice lighting and all that. Um, how about you guys? Do you see anything uh, cool? Hmm. Any animals? You see the zebras? Oh, yeah, of course. I saw the zebras at, at the old, uh, the building. old place. Hearst I've Castle. seen them before. Yeah, at Hearst Castle. They're, um, yeah. They were really close yeah. to the road, and there was the, a big herd of yeah. them. Usually they're kind of like onesie twosies, Ouch. but that was a big old group. Yeah, there was like 30, 30 to 50 of them or something. I don't what know. I was do, stretching him. Something happened to my lower back. It was painful. Oh um, man. Oh, oh, I was at the um I was at this one little area with it's like at the entrance of a solar field and there's an old uh oh, yeah. barn thing. And uh, I had been there before and Art did donuts there and wore out his tires and then we almost crashed on how we how we went on one later. Oh, yeah. And yeah. um making me an even worse passenger the for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um but we were there, and some kids in Miata drove by the opposite direction, and they were just like, "Oh, red one, right?" Fist bumps and and hot and like, yeah, peace sign. Like they were so stoked, like, um. So that was cool. Yeah. That was, was cool. Just two, yeah, two kids in a red and a Miata, dude. So I was in it, like down going downhill, and that's where I came across. Mm-hmm. They were coming the opposite direction, and I was and I was Same like here. fully Same loaded here. on a right turn, and they came around the other way, and I get like I, I couldn't do anything because I had my hands on the steering wheel, but like that must have. I mean, it was a cool si- uh, si- or sign sight for me, <laughs> you know, to see them coming yeah. around the other direction, and they like I love yep. that right when you encounter someone up in the hills. Yeah, and they looked like they were, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't know. I can't tell kids' ages, but like uh, sixteen to twenty-one. Let's say <laughs> that's a cool scene. Um, yeah. Trying to think of yeah. Oh, oh, and then yeah. uh, Ali. I didn't see it, but um, Ali Javadan saw a uh, CGT on probably one of the top three roads in the, the uh, yellow. California. Whoa, really? Yeah, yellow. Oh, yeah. Yellow, GT yellow on CGT the wild. on. The epic road. That's awesome. On day two. Whoa. Yeah. Good. Good on That's that really person. Cool. Yeah. Uh, the other Big the time. other thing that comes to mind is not driving related, but it was a restaurant that we went to and had lunch at. Uh, they sold guns, ammo, Thai food, and steaks. Uh, th- yeah. <laughs> what more do you need? <laughs> it's pretty legit, dude. It's pretty legit. I've never seen that combo. Before. Yeah, it was quite the combo. It's not quite burritos pizza, but or what was it? Uh, when? Uh, yeah, it was called. Burritos, Bur- pizzeria. Burritos, Burritos pizzeria. pizzeria. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, if it, gas is gas. Yeah. Am I right up, or am I right? Gas. Kellen, uh, Kellen Patler says, thanks again for the phenomenal rally. If you could each trade cars permanently with anyone else on the rally, which cars would you pick? Permanently. Hooey. I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take Michael Deeb's mm, Kazi. That's a good one. Yeah, I think it's sick. I love that thing. I mean, of course, I'm into colors, so I got that going for me oh, right yeah. off the bat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gray. <laughs> it's, dark, it's dark gray. <laughs> um, but I like that color way better than the the uh, bronze gold. Metallic it's called or gold, whatever. but 
It's actually called yeah. silver. They call it smoke, smoke silver. silver. That's yeah. the color. Smoke silver. That's what I meant. That's yeah. what I meant. Smoke silver. Um, and it's just a really nice example. I mean, the only thing I need to change is the the tires. He had some all seasons on there, but um, yeah, that's a great car. Perfect car for the stuff we do. Um, oh. It's you got to work at it to keep it up to speed. It's got suspension travel and. Um, it's subtle, yet it, everyone who knows knows what that thing is. So, yeah, 190E uh, Cosworth. I have an answer. I was looking through the pictures because I <laughs> always have to – you need a refresher. I'm going with the Datsun 510 wagon. Dude, yeah. good choice. And that thing ripped. He, uh, It's been completely gone through and is totally dialed. So I think that's a really good choice. Um, don't see those very often no, anymore. No, especially like – intact and not rusted through and like and messed with and all of them have had seven stereo systems in them and you know they're all such garbage yeah but um that's jay whalen right jay whalen yeah jay whalen's car you like i love the color i think the color mustard yeah it looks it looks so yeah it's perfect for for that it's very very 70s yeah um i think that um the only i would probably be inclined to change the rear suspension out because those have leaf springs and a solid rear axle um they don't yeah and the coo- the sedans or the coupes don't no they matter. have the independent yeah. suspension so like what you can do yeah. people do that um and uh otherwise yeah it's super rad i mean it's got like the jdm grill with like the triple ss um you know inset headlight or fog lamps in it and it's such a great looking car yeah it's a rad car i'm down with that one yeah it's cool i heard a lot of people talk about that car I don't know if I have any good and, photos uh, of it. I'm gonna have to post if you have one, Lane, or if, or not. Go I have a good. I have some front. I have uh, I have a front shot or a couple of front couple shots. Yeah. Uh, and Lane, who are you? Who are you going with? I, I like. I mentioned it earlier, but I like Josh Peralt's SC. It's a nice car. Oh, yeah. I think that thing's so good. Yep. It's just like it, and it's not. There's like nothing stands out crazy about it. It's just like a really nice car. Yeah. Yeah. Those RSR very, very finished nice. wheels. I really like those. Um, and then it has sport seats. It's metallic black. It looks really good. And it has a Carrera front, front chin spoiler, which I like with the integrated fogs. Um, yeah, it's just a really nice car. It sits well and it sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have to change my answer to, uh, Ollie's 2002. Sorry. You're like, I, I forgot about I that. Kind of <laughs> forgot about it. It's like too close to home. I was, what am I doing? No, no, I'll take, I'll still take the Kazi. It's all good. Um, Brickyard Garage says, "What are your guys' thoughts on the final F1 race of the season?" Wow, do we have how many hours do we have? I know, right? And that was that was on Sunday of our rally. Uh, people got up early and watched it um, in hotel rooms and such. I didn't watch it till after the the rally. I kind of got spoiled on who won, but I, I'm definitely glad mm-hmm. I watched it. It was a very interesting yeah. finish. So, um. Uh, yeah, exactly. How many hours do we have, and what? Yeah, do you it's like say it's kind of it? a tricky thing. How do you dissect it, right? I mean, we got to dissect just kind of the end, really, right? So, or, do you think it does it feel fair? Are you guys happy with like the ruling? I, the thing is that this stuff happens so much. It's just the fact that it was the last race of the season, right? Things and the last lap. I know, and things like, happen all the time like this, right? Like throughout the season. Yeah. I mean, Hamilton unlapped himself on that race. We watched here, Warren, that one t- one time. Yes. He unlapped himself after crashing. Remember, he went off into the and he yep. unlapped himself. I think he ended up winning that race. And you're like, well, then he wouldn't it, even have been anywhere. Race, like, you know, I mean, in this race, he had that that controversial. Uh, he went off course pe- to and we thought maintain that, his lead. And that was going to be like the big controversy of it. And nothing and nothing happened. So, like, my point is, he he mm. like gained position yeah. because of that. 
and then you know it's kind of yeah it's what yeah hamilton was the faster car for sure like he should have won right if you're looking at it that way yeah yeah, hamilton should have won i want to dissect that that first incident real quick though because like yeah he had he gained an advantage um you know uh basically verstappen passed him on the inside and hamilton went off gained an advantage a big one and didn't give it back but like the one thing that i think a lot of people are overthinking or overseeing is that um if if Hamilton was behind him still, like he was the one who was had everything to lose, right? Like Verstappen was not gonna let him pass because I feel like if he was um, any attempt that Hamilton made, Verstappen was gonna make his car as wide as possible and possibly risk contact because he was gonna win if they both crash yeah. out, right? So like um, that is a big deal. Of course, I agree with you. Yeah, like the the fact that. Hamilton's car was way faster, no doubt about it. Yeah, but Hamilton uh, just needed to he needed to let off let Verstappen pass and then do it again the next turn. Yeah, which would have yeah, right. would have been interesting. I mean, to see, it but, doesn't matter. Yeah. Like I, I it it gets weird cuz like what is racing if you're not allowed to do what Max did on that turn? That I Oh, mean, that yeah. was totally fine. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 like so but you you can't just like be, I know and Lewis had to go off, but you can't just beeline it and be all of a sudden, one point two seconds ahead of the person that exactly. just passed you, exactly. and that can't be illegal. That can't be a thing that is allowed. Yeah, yeah. Which was allowed, right? That was right. another thing. So, exactly. I know. It was allowed. And then and also then, the know. and the end was a whole cluster f. Like Hamilton got screwed. Um, but I don't know what would make it better, dude, to end in yellow. I know, or like if Latifi doesn't crash there, we're not even. Yeah, talking yeah we're about not talking this. about it. It's totally fine. Right. Hamilton wins the title. And we we're, we're talking about uh, probably Red Bull protesting that pass, like what yeah, happened yeah. there. I think the the move, exactly. the, the right move should and have nothing been, coming of it. it. Like if the right move could have been no. a red flag, right, to clear the car and then restart the because. Yes. And the reason I said is not it because six laps yeah, left, not because right, it or was whatever, difficult, or five or four. Not because it was difficult to clear the wreckage, but because the the goal was to have a race. Like that's what like yep. Michael Massey said, and what that yeah, FIA you said. wanted the laps to you wanted the lap the lap counter to stop exactly. essentially. But then they would both have fresh tires. And exactly. It would be race, yeah. So race the move the that didn't happen, and it finish. was a super late call. But like everything was done by the book. That's the thing, right? It's like it. Nothing was like it, it was. It was definitely kind of. But there was the whole thing about not letting lapped cars pass, and they were saying that was, yeah. that was going to happen, and that our unlapped cars pass. And then they ended up letting them pass, right? Wh- but which not is weird. All of them. But they, I don't know why they they changed back and forth. That's that's odd. But it was because they were. I think I understand that at first they thought it would take too long to let the the cars pass. So and they still want to get a lap in. Mm-hmm. So they didn't want to let them do that because it would take too long, and the lap would end. In, the race would end in yellow. The reason they and then they let them at the end because they said, "Okay, we can let the, the it's going to work out." Basically, we have time. Yeah. So I kind of I understand it all. Michael Massey's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Totally, really. totally. And uh, I know he's not like I think the whole radio conversations is like really kind of like it's a little too inside baseball, and we're getting too much information because I guarantee this stuff happened all the time when Charlie Whiting was around too, and it was a lot of pleading with him and yelling, you know, like and. You have Toto on there. Michael, no, it's not fair, Michael. No, Michael, it's not fair. You know, like. Drama. Uh, 
But the thing is that the move that the, his decision to allow the few cars, the four cars or whatever between him and Hamilton was a fair yeah. call. It wasn't it was not I mean well fair yeah. is not the right word. It wasn't illegal. Uh, kinda, yeah, yeah, it wasn't illegal yeah, um, yeah. because the purpose of that article in the book is that you need to clear the cars to allow the leaders to race. Like that's the purpose. Yeah, yeah. So they cleared the cars that were in the way to allow the leaders to race. Um and that was the, it, that was a real thing, right? That was that was actually a legitimate call, but it was fair is another thing, right? It's like, yeah, like yeah. it definitely, it really, it really <laughs> screwed uh, Hamilton. I mean, it, the 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 big thing is that it was the last race. Hamilton was the faster car. Hamilton lost under a technicality, essentially. Yeah, but he did. But also, he didn't come in for tires. I know he didn't come in, they, but they he would have been screwed if he did. But yeah. still, I know, but dude, just, Red Bull had the strategy, right? Yeah. They did the they right had the thing. strategy. Yeah. They did all the. They, That's they the made all Max the right moves, he, dude. He had the tires, yeah. and something worked out in his benefit. I know. And he yeah. won. I know. So I, I didn't really have a big problem yeah. with it. It was, it was uh, definitely jaw dropping. Yeah, yeah but, it's um, it's. Uh, and, and if you look back at the year, it's like, can you say Max Verstappen's not deserving? I know. I mean, he. I know. He, Lewis knocked him yeah. out in Silverstone. He had a, pl- a pl- he was leading the race and a tire blew in Azerbaijan. And uh, like, yeah. the, I mean, there's so yeah. many things. He right? also won like, the most races know. and led the most yeah. laps this season. So like, he was definitely yeah. deserving. I think it's just as you said. It would have been a really tough. Yeah, tough just loss. as you said. Yeah, I think it's um, just it's he Hamilton lost on a technicality, which is a thing that happens. <laughs> you know, and yeah, it's a very technical sport. Yeah. Super technical yeah. sport. Hamilton's <laughs> first like, like championship, you know, when yep. he beat Massa was like Glock, you know, the whole passing Glock. Yep. So it's the same. I yeah. mean, you can look at it. It's the same. You know. Totally. That was the other was there absolutely no way he was going to win until fucking Glock's car failed right at the very, very end. Mm-hmm. Right. Like literally that last yeah. half of the last lap or something is crazy in Brazil. Yeah. Um, yeah, this shit happens. I mean, um, now it's it's I'm so fucking excited for 2022 because like. I don't, I mean, it's all from scratch really, right? Like this is all reset on yeah, all the cars. So, yeah. So like, even like, you know, somebody was like, and someone I know is saying like, oh yeah, you know, I, I'm excited to like, or I would like this particular driver to be replaced with this driver because of her toes. So they partner up like this and I'm like, well, I don't think that matters anymore, dude. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if we're stopping struggles like crazy next season. Right. Like, cause it's, cause yeah. he's so good because he has the perfect package, right? Like the car is entirely made for him. So like, yeah. of course they're going to try to replicate that now, but it's a, it's yeah, a, I mean, fortunately they do know yeah. like what is he likes and how he likes a car dialed right. in and stuff. So. But it's like, I'm curious to see how that goes. Right. So like, I think it's, it really is going to, to kind of shake everything up and it's it makes it pretty exciting so um yeah, yeah. definitely it'll be good to uh, drive to survive too we'll yeah i know this one i mean regard crazy. and dude have you ever seen this much like craziness around f1 like our whole rally was everyone was talking about it and uh oh it's completely it's completely yeah. peaked yeah i mean there's it's been a resurgence for us too though yeah. we didn't we weren't following no. them three years ago i was <laughs> i mean this is yeah you, but you weren't well because I, yeah, I didn't talk to you about it because you guys were not doing yeah. Formula One stuff. So that's like, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I still think this is. I'm uh, definitely like very yeah, excited about pitch. it, right? And, it, and it's for sure. And I think this was uh, a season that um, I was probably the most engaged for sure. Like, I, I, I also think it. when more people are into it, the more engaged it's, you absolutely. are because it's more fun. You're more into watching it because you want to talk about it yep. with people after and stuff like that so you know when 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 i used to watch one back in the day i was like none of my friends watched it one of mine did same here connor watched it i was and doing it was like fantasy fantasy yeah. f1 with schumacher and hockenan and yeah totally yeah, yeah. and and that it was, was like you were kind of a oh yeah i like f1 oh what's that kind of thing but now yeah 
it's everywhere, you know? Mm. And you're not a weirdo if you go to a bar and say, can you put the F1 race on? I don't think. Right. Unless you go to that exactly. Thai ammo bar. Uh, you probably uh, Yeah, for <laughs> sure, dude. Yeah. Zephyr J. All right, last question. Zephyr J says, or is that Jeffer? Yeah, Zephyr J. I've been to multiple Radwoods, and they're my favorite, quote-unquote, parking lot style event. The Coastal Range Rally was my first rally in general, and it had to be one of my top automotive experiences so far. If you guys could only do one from here on out as an official event, which is staying and Whoa. which is going? I don't know. Can we answer this oh, it's honestly? Like, it's, it's like choosing a yeah, baby. Yeah, choosing our favorite child. Kid. But the first, you know, our first kid, your first kid's always your favorite. Obviously. Right? <laughs> well, no. I mean, I, I can, I, I'll give a very, very honest answer. I mean, and I think we all agree because we've talked about it offline. Like, Radwood is work. This is sponsored Radwood by Griots. Work, right? and, Radwood uh, is a lot of work, <laughs> and it's straight up, like, it's a yeah. job, and we love it, and it's fucking awesome, and we've made a huge impression on the industry, and, like, we've done so much cool shit with it. But it is, and we like it, and we love it, and yeah, it's, it's, it's and that's awesome. why we do yeah, it. Yeah. But like, but our rallies are pure fun. Like, it's like it's yeah. it's there's obviously work that goes into it, but it's like it's you know it all it's significantly offset well, by the well. <laughs> we're also working up to it, yeah. but we're not working as much when we're doing it. Exactly, we're actually having well, fun with it. Absolutely, Radwood's a ton of work. During the rallies, we're off the clock yep. a lot. Yep. We are with our friends doing the thing we love to yep. do. Um. We, yeah, travel. We, we travel. We love to uh, travel. We, we, eat, we eat tacos. Mm-hmm. Oh, in our um, line of work, we eat a lot of tacos. <laughs> like the things I do. <laughs> one of the things I do is eat tacos. Just so you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, as far as like stress level, uh, Coastal Range Rally is much lower than, than mm-hmm. a Radwood event yeah. by far. So a lot less moving pieces. Um, it's just a, a more. And, and know, we like it's It's a full. Event day you have the night it's so many like components to a, a a rally you know there's the the after party there's the parking lot parties there's going to dinner there's like all the all these components right and hanging out with people at lunch and and uh rad was just you know it's a cool one day car show but um yes it, it doesn't have as many elements as a rally does and uh yeah that's what makes the rallies the number one dog Top dog. Hey, who made this uh this video? This like rally goes to Guatemala. Who do you think made it? That was totally lame. Yeah. It was you? Yeah. I've never seen you make a video like this. That's Dude, what because threw me off. it was an it's an iMovie thing where you can so a template. You can make a trailer, it's a template. It's almost like Mad Libs, uh-huh. let's say. So it's yeah, basically sure. Mad Libs. You can't change anything but the names on and they have the writing. You can't change the script at all. So I picked romance. <laughs> So I made a Got romance it. It. trailer. It's basically like a Nicholas one Sparks, in- and it's like they fell in love in Guatemala. <laughs> it just straight up does that, dude. Like that's, that's what hilarious. it says, and it's like they were on an island and all this stuff. Oh, but yeah. I um, and at first I didn't know you couldn't change all that stuff, and I'm like, oh, you know what? We're gonna go with this. Like, it's I wish yeah, it was yeah. almost like more Mad Libs style because um more outlandish but um their greatest love yeah was forbidden yeah yeah until they made it to guatemala yeah that's oh yeah go on, go on our instagram and uh look at lane's creation i'm and looking forward to video. seeing uh auto kennels too unfortunately i barely shit. took any video so i had to use like the same from the same I clips know. over and over which kind of sucked but it's another thing like these rallies go by and i'm like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that i'm gonna stop and get video of cars going by i'm gonna do like yeah it never happens yeah 
I took like three photos. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to work out on how I'm gonna. I, I was very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Very selective of where I how I post them and where I post them because I have so few photos. Yeah. Um, I mean, just go on Flickr. Like Matt has a bunch. I, I know that's bunch, yeah. So. That's what I, I mean. I've yeah. done in the past. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the same. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, time for trivia. Yeah. Let's do it. My computer will turn on here. I can actually do it. Um, it's trivia. So uh, while I'm waiting for this to turn on, um, another rally coming in spring. And the goal is to be uh, as close to the opening of Sierra Mountain Passes and snow melting. So we're going to say May 1st, and it might be something like that, maybe maybe late April. Mm-hmm. kind of depends. I was looking at the historical opening <laughs> dates, and they've varied quite a bit. So we'll just have to see how snowy this winter is as it's dumping snow in the Sierra as we speak. So, um, All right, let's get right to it. The U.S. Navy has developed an autonomous what? Dolphin. <laughs> oh, that's, good. that's a great answer. Oh man, mm. it's really good. It's an <laughs> autonomous dolphin. Submarine? Um, no, not a submarine. Good guess, Dang. but no. I that would be it. I think they already have those. They're totally autonomous. Like they're like they like a like I an autonomous so. car. I know yeah. they have like remote controlled ones, but. Yeah, this is an autonomous uh, drone what? Lane? Wait, drone? Drone? Well, you know, you can call it a drone. Uh, Drone doesn't have to fly, right? I don't know, dude. It's a Navy. Uh, A uh, battleship. (laughs) Close. I mean, it's it's so primitive. You would never think this exists in the year 2021. Sailboat. Oh. Whoa! It is an autonomous. So it does sailboat. his own all of his rigging and shit, like its own. Yeah, it, it has a little just, guy that goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got like a pirate, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, which is cool. Um, cool. Okay, my computer's crashing. Completely. Now I gotta look it up. <laughs> that autonomous no sailboat. Huh. Um, yeah, sail sailboat. So it actually looks more like a like a windsurfing. It's just one sail that just moves back and forth. You know, it's not like. Yeah. A full sailboat. What do they do with a sailboat? So I guess it's in partnership with the Jordanian uh, Navy, and they just monitor uh, certain shipping passages for, I don't know, pirates, you uh-huh. know, things like that. Yeah, I guess yeah, sailboat. No less less moving parts and no no motors and yeah, exactly. There's no there's no um, like very low yeah. maintenance costs and stuff like that. It can just go out there, kind of like a buoy, I guess, but it moves around and. Kind of cruises as solar panels and such, so it's kind of interesting. Um, uh, BMW is bringing a car to CES in Las Vegas that can do what? Oh, I saw this one. That's it. I'll let Ah, damn it. I'm trying to think of what a car can't do right now. (laughs) And it's a that's a consumer electronics trade show. Mm -hmm. It can't make you breakfast. So it's gonna make um, fried eggs. A grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's good. This car will be able to change colors. Oh, okay. Cool. With a, so yeah, they've the, figured out something to 
I've seen some. Uh, didn't I've seen details, paints but... like that, which are electronically charged. Yeah, it's probably like that. Yeah. Colors. So I mean, that's already yeah, that's been a thing. And it's going to be an electric car that they're showing it on, which might explain needing extra power to do something like that. I don't know, hmm. but uh, kind of interesting. Um, well, BMW is doing right. a lot of cool stuff, huh? <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. cool dude. Dude. I can't wait to take that on a rally. Stoked. It's what, it's what everyone wants. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, the 2021 AMG GT Black Series Coupe, which is what Matt brought on our rally, um, has how many options available? I'm going to say very little. Uh, I'm, On the website. I'm going to say six options. Six options available. Art? I'm picturing the car right now. I'm trying to think. Like, I'm sure all that aero shit's included. That's part of the black package. Fuck, it might be less. Oh, it has some paint. I'm going to go with one. So color, I'm not including colors. Oh. This is just, uh, yeah, color and wheels are, are just, there's one wheel. There's Only no one wheel, wheel. The whole car. It's a black. Cool. Black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a... One wheel. Uh, I'm going to go with one option. Um, one option. That Ooh. is correct. And the AC. option is fitted indoor car oh. cover. Uh, I was going to say floor mats. $370 car cover uh, is the only option Mercedes-Benz list. I mean, paint's an option. But yeah. Those are listed as colors, mm. not options. Potato, Sorry, potato. Lane. Incorrect. I think that's considered an option. What incorrect paint option it's, co- it's a color <laughs> it's what color do you want it that's an, not option. an option i have the option to choose a color no 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 you pick a color uh, and you get one wheel one single wheel huh. that's all you get so they, they um, and they're right. black wheels right or yeah that's yeah, forged it sucks by the way i'm looking at one in black all black yeah. it looks so much better really? like that is definitely Check the color out. you would want yeah it all matches yeah. the wheels, the sills, all the shit is good. All right. That's the podcast. That's it. And that's all. Bye. Thanks for joining us. See you next Later. time. Goodbye. Okay, See you.